We all love the sound of money, and a $1,500 sign-on bonus sounds even better. That's right, Belicio Foods of Jackson is offering a $1,500 sign-on bonus to new employees. Receive an extra $100 your first six weeks, then $400 after day 90, and $500 after day 180. Don't wait. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers today. That's BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Come work for a company who truly values their employees. Come work for Belicio Foods. It's time to reveal the prize and clue start dates for Cycle Search 2022. Presented by Total Media, along with the Tri-State Power Sports Superstore, Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am of Jackson. This year's prize is a KO250 dirt bike, along with an accessory package valued at over $4,500. That's right, a KO250 dirt bike. Clues begin on Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. There'll be one clue each day, Monday through Friday, till the prize pack is found. Pack is hidden somewhere in the listening area. Be safe when searching, and good luck. It's Cycle Search 2022, sponsored by Total Media and Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am of Jackson. Show some love for the graduating seniors in your life with custom-made gear from Zip Printing in Jackson. Yard signs, banners, screen-printed t-shirts, and more. Zip Printing can do it all. Visit yourtotalmedia.shop to browse all of Zip's gear to show your school spirit for the class of 22. Zip also has everything you need for graduation parties like custom photo cards, invitations, and napkins. Call 740-286-3023 or find them on Facebook at Zip Printing Signs and Mark well happy friday everyone and welcome to another edition of the morning show right here on main street tv of course jennifer here to start off your tgif with the mats and the crowd goes wild (laughs) the mats are here and what i mean by that is we have matt and matt from odot Yep. So welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Of course. And uh, so, ODOT, you are the most beloved and hated organization um, that I can think of um, because you do wonderful things to keep our infrastructure and our roads um, in tip-top shape. However, sometimes about this time of the year, it gets a little frustrating for folks who are trying to drive through all those orange barrels. So um, you're here to talk about that a little bit today and some of the projects that we have going on statewide and also here locally. Yeah. I mean, across the state, we're investing nearly $2 billion into 829 projects. So a lot of work across the state of Ohio. And then Matt McGuire obviously has the uh, the local numbers, so what you're going to see here locally in Southeast Ohio. Yeah, so uh, this mat is. Um, so Matt what Rudin. is your what is your fo- uh, total title? Is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm the press secretary at the Ohio Department of Transportation. Oh, lucky so I'm you! Out of Columbus. Yes. And, uh, I live in Chillicothe, but I drive to Columbus every day, and so that's where my job is. And then Great. Matt is in Chillicothe at our District Nine office. That's right. I'm the District Nine Public Information Officer. District Nine covers eight counties in South Central Ohio, including Jackson. Uh, also, Adams, Brown, Highland, Lawrence, Pike, Ross, and Scioto. Okay, so our surrounding counties here. Mm-hmm. All right, wonderful. So um, you were mentioning that um, two. Did you say two billion dollars? With a B, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Now let me ask you guys this: How does ODOT, uh, which is the Ohio Department of Transportation, mm-hmm. obviously, um, how do you all assess what projects need to be done, and you know? Who gets put in line where? Because obviously there's a ton of projects that always need done. How does that work? Yeah, that's done mostly at the district level. So we have 12 districts across the state of Ohio that ODOT 
you know, maintains the roads within those 12 districts. Uh, they have staff there. Matt has a staff, obviously, in District 9, for example, that, that selects the projects that are going to get done based on need. Okay. Um, so we're constantly, for example, uh, we're constantly inspecting our pavements, our bridges, keeping an eye on the conditions. When we start to notice things, you know, getting to the point where they need to be repaired, uh, we don't, we, we try not to wait until they're in like dire need of repair. Sure. You try to get that done before be it gets that point. proactive, right? Correct. Right. Um, and in fact, 95 cents of every dollar we're investing at that $2 billion goes into preserving existing roads and bridges. So it's about maintaining the existing infrastructure, but also being flexible to meet the needs of not just today, but tomorrow for our infrastructure as well. That is, that's awesome. So I did not know that that, I figured that would just come from the state down and you would be told what projects you're going to do, but it sure as heck makes a lot more sense for mm -hmm. the people that are in the area to make the decisions on what uh, roadways and, and bridges and things get get fixed. And so can you all explain for a moment, because we had our county engineer, uh, Melissa, in the other day, and of course, they're responsible for many of our local roads as well. And then you have, you know, snow removal, you have bridge repair, you have mm -hmm. all of these things. So you all have to work hand in hand, though, with counties, I would think. Um, who's responsible for what? And how do you know who's responsible for what? So ODA is responsible for maintaining all interstate routes across the state, and that's pretty much blanket, not really relevant to our area since we don't have any interstate highways here. Okay. Um, and then we also maintain all U.S. and state routes outside of incorporated municipalities. So state routes and other local roads that are inside, like the city of Jackson, the city of Jackson maintains all the roads inside its incorporated limits. Um, and then okay. counties, you know, you have uh, roads that are designated as county roads that are under the county engineer's jurisdiction, township roads that are underneath the townships, and it kind of trickles down. Okay. So it's clear as mud. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, so if it has an I in front of it, then... Then it's us. That's an ODOT thing. Mm -hmm. If it has a CR in front of it, then it's it's your your townships or your county uh, exactly. taking care of it or a township road. So, uh, but yeah, you all have to work hand in hand because, you know, roads start and stop. Or they, or they you know, they yeah. ninety three goes through the city of Jackson, but also goes through many other places and counties. So uh, that's just one example here. So you all have to work together. I would assume to keep State Route ninety three. In good shape. Absolutely. Yeah. We partner with our local uh, government agencies often. Um, anytime, say like a county engineer's office or a city receives federal funding, a lot of times ODOT assumes the federal uh, responsibilities for making sure that the project is done, uh, you know, to the correct specifications and codes. Okay. Uh, we, you know, obviously we do big projects that, that still impact the cities uh, and the villages. So we want to partner with them and bring them into the conversation and make sure everybody's on the same page. Well, very good. And that totally makes sense. So teamwork. Teamwork. Yeah. Love makes that. Makes a dream work. That is. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. So let's talk about the state for a moment and then we'll get to our local projects. What are some of the big, the biggies going on in the state of Ohio this summer? As I said, you're the most <laughs> loved and hated organization in the state because, right. you know, when those orange barrels come out, boy, do we... I, it's a good thing y'all don't hear what people are saying. But. We do. Oh, we hear, we hear what saying. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't kid yourself. We hear it. Uh, and it's ironic, too, because, you know, we hear from people who say, hey, these roads need fixed. But then we also hear from people who say, but don't fix the roads when it's going to inconvenience me. Which is um, summertime when the weather's better and correct. we're all traveling, but 
Right. When you're, when you're, you know, laying asphalt or, or doing a lot of this work, it has to be done during warmer weather. Right. So that's the, that's the conundrum. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there will be a lot of big projects. Uh, for example, if you're driving I-70 between Columbus and Cambridge, so through Zanesville. Yes. We're redoing I-70. That is a full replacement that's of the interstate. Huge. Huge project. Huge. Uh, and it's going to take six years Whoa. just because we have to maintain traffic through that. So you can't just shut down the interstate and rebuild no. it. You have to keep traffic moving through there. So it's going to take time. It has to be done in phases. Does um, that go down then to like a one lane or how do you decide yeah, they, how they, that happens? We, we try to maintain two lanes throughout. Oh, okay. Um, so you, you'll get a lot of shifting lanes. They're very narrow lanes. Uh, and and I'll, that'll bring me to a point here in a minute as well. Another point about safety. Uh, but we're also doing projects on I-75 in Toledo, continuing projects there uh, through downtown Toledo. Dayton, uh, through the Cincinnati area, there's three big areas where I-75 is under construction. Oh, okay. Those are massive projects. Sure. Uh, up in the Cleveland area, I-480, the Valley View Bridge, the most traveled bridge in the state of Ohio, carries about 180,000 vehicles a day. Uh, we're working on a big wow. project there. Um, so there is a lot of work. And then in downtown Columbus, uh, I-70 and 71, the downtown ramp-up project, that is an ongoing project that is uh, <laughs> continuing. So Hey, listen, as long... Finally, the barrels disappeared from 71 south of right, downtown the Columbus. Yep. And while that was the largest pain in the rear, mm -hmm. um, trying to get in the city and out of the city, it is fantastic. The now. end result is, <laughs> it is, is great. Good. Yeah. Amazing. But yeah. those narrow shifting lanes and changes that you'll see on the highway are why you really need to pay attention in yes. work zones. Uh, we had nearly 4,800 work zone crashes across the state of Ohio yeah, last not year. Not okay. No. Not um, okay. And, and, and these are crashes that are preventable if you're paying attention, you know, following the signage, doing the right speed limits. Um, I mean, these are simple things you can do that make sure you get home safe, but also the workers that are out there get home safe too. Absolutely. And listen, and, and I say this a lot, there is nowhere that you need to be that is more important than someone's life Absolutely. or safety. Yeah. Uh, there's no text message that you need to answer that is that is more important than someone's life or safety. So just slow down. And those signs aren't meant to um, to to make your life difficult. <laughs> they're they're there, and and that's why fines are doubled and things like that because you know construction is very important. And those guys are I mean they're standing right on and girls are standing mm -hmm. literally right there. Yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> I mean, Matt was a highway technician for us, uh, so he has way more experience at this than clearly I do. You're but brave. <laughs> even just the the times that I go out on a project uh, in communications, uh, it is it's hair raising uh, because it, it seems like unfortunately too many people aren't paying attention. They're they're more focused on something else in their car, absolutely, than the workers on the side of the road. And so we really need people to move over, slow down, pay attention. Follow those speed limits. And if you do those things, then I think everybody gets home at the end of the day safely. You know, and that's that's the whole bottom line. And and just remember that this road construction, while inconvenient to you, um, is also the end result is just fantastic. Absolutely. Yep. So very good. All right. Well, Matt, <laughs> so let's talk about some of our local projects within our um, viewing or listening area. Um, and I know the big one that we have here uh, close to us is the, the roadside rest there on 35. And then I know there's some others as well. 
Yeah, that's correct. So Jackson County specifically has a really big construction season this year. We've got $14.4 million in investment in roadways in Jackson County. Just this Jackson season. County? Just Jackson County this Whoa. season. Uh, that rest area project represents about two and a half million of that. And uh, that is a safety improvement project. Now, residents, you know, I'm sure are well aware we have unfortunately Man. seen crashes at that rest area over the years. And it is so nasty. The, yeah. So, th so this is a project that we're hoping is going to address that. Uh, unfortunately, we're not able to maintain access to the rest area during construction. So that rest area is going to remain closed until the project completes, estimated to complete later this fall. That's right. And um, so listen, again, inconvenient, but just pay attention to where you are. Uh, there will be another rest area or another yeah. place where you can pull over and stop. But so where does... Um, Okay, so here's one. So the you know you have the roads and they can get into disrepair and all of that. Well, nothing's wrong with the rest area and nothing's wrong with the road there. This is a safety project. So can you explain you know where you get into that or how you how you guys analyze that? Uh, so it's a very similar process to how we determine when we need to repave a road or when we need to replace a bridge. We're constantly monitoring and collecting data and information about how traffic is moving on our roadways. Okay, and so when we start to have crashes. At, at a location, sure. you know, uh, we, we start to look at what were the factors involved? What direction were they traveling? What was the nature of the collision? Did they go off the road? Did they, did they turn? You know, in this case, you know, we had unfortunately a high number of turning crashes where people trying to turn in and out of the rest area were resulting in angle crashes, which are more likely to result in serious injury. So that kind of okay. raises a flag and says, okay, we have a location where we're seeing injuries. Is that people turning, like slowing down to turn in and they're getting rear-ended, or is it people turning out in front of traffic, or is that both? I think it was a combination of both. I don't yeah. have the, the exact okay. crash stats, but I believe it was a combination. They said mostly uh, the current conditions at that rest area, traffic turning out is turning into the travel lanes and trying to get up to speed. So one of the yep. things that this project will do will add acceleration lanes so that that turning traffic has room to get up to highway speed before it merges into the travel lanes. Yeah, and I love that because, you know, I, I'll i be honest with you. I mean, there's been numerous times where I've had to lock it up and, and at that rest area because people mm -hmm. just pull right out in front of you. And I don't think that it's on purpose. I think they just either don't see or they're distracted mm -hmm. yeah. or uh, the sun's in their eyes or, you know, whatever. So, you know, adding that acceleration lane. Think of it um, – as what they you did out, out of the truck, like our truck stop here, kind of the same type thing, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. So it kind of gives you that like extra acceleration lanes that you have until you have to merge onto the highway. Right, yeah. yes. So that's very handy. All right, so that project, God willing, with the weather, will be <laughs> done in um, the fall. The fall, yep. Okay, very good. So what are some of the other projects that you have? Uh, so also in Jackson County, we have a lot of resurfacing projects happening this year. We have resurfacing projects that are going to be affecting State Route 32, U.S. 35, uh, State Route 279, and uh, 788. So a lot of resurfacing coming to Jackson County. Uh, and the good thing about resurfacing projects is that those are typically ones where we're able to maintain traffic. So good. you're not dealing with those full closures and detours. But then again, that brings in what Bruning was talking about with you're going to have work zones that a lot of traffic is going to have to move through to still navigate those roadways. Okay, so let's talk about that for a minute. And maybe you guys know this and maybe you don't. Are there are there apps or, or something that you can visit uh, if you are, say you're traveling to the beach or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, uh, through Ohio, say someone's coming through Ohio, is there somewhere that they can go and find out uh, detours or, or what to avoid, that kind of thing? So so we actually try to embrace sort of a, a death by over communication. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> That's we have, rare. Uh, 
<laughs> we we have uh, social media channels on on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we have the Ogo app, which is also you have the Ogo website, which is live traffic. We have a, an office in Columbus that's constantly monitoring roadways, and they will plug oh. in if there are crashes or incidents affecting highways. They'll plug those into that map, and it'll pop up as an incident icon. So oh. we put all of our construction projects in there as well, so that any active construction, you'll get a little ping on the on the app that you can click on, and it'll tell you what's going on at that location. Uh, we also do weekly, I do, you know, from my office, weekly travel reports for all eight of our counties where I put out uh, basically a big list of what the active construction is, what the traffic impacts are, estimated completion dates. We, we try to offer people a variety of information outlets so that they can find out what's going on. Well, very good. And, and that's the thing, you know, communication is key. So if you know you're getting yourself into a, an area where there's construction, maybe there's a, a, a way around it. Yeah. You know, maybe on... I know uh, sometimes you get into Circleville area or something like that. You can jump over to 104 and head up that way. You know, mm -hmm. just things that if you know, then you can plan for it. So uh, could you explain uh, where people can go to find that? You said Ogo? Yeah, Ogo.com. That's O-H-G-O. So oh, O-H-G-O. Like, okay. like Ohio. Yeah. Okay. O Ohio Go. Uh, O-H-G-O.com. Uh, you can download the app. It's available through Google Play and the iPhone's uh, app store. Sure. Um, and... Uh, Bruning, you know a little bit more about the the nicer features. You can, if you have like a daily route that you drive to work, you can plug that in, and, oh. and the app will automatically push notifications of anything affecting that route to your phone. Yeah, but you can even set the times. So let's say you drive from Jackson to Columbus, and you take thirty five and twenty three every day. Sure. Um, but you leave your house typically at seven a.m. and you arrive by let's say ten o'clock, just to give you some wiggle room. Right. And then you come home. Uh, between typically three and six, you can tell the app to give you alerts on those two routes in those two times, whatever day you want. So you can customize it. So you'll get an alert saying, you know, hey, there's a crash on 23 that's nice. affecting you. Uh, there's also a hands-free option, which we prefer you use. Um, that yeah. will, uh, <laughs> don't don't, check, yeah. don't yeah. check the app while you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, check before it. you go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but there's a hands-free option that you can set a radius around you. Um, so oh. if you want to know of any incidents that happen between 5, 10, or 20 miles from your location, it will give you an audible alert and say there's an incident ahead. Um, so a, a great tool there. Uh, we also have partnerships with Waze. I was going to say Waze, other, other Waze is a really like good yeah. one if mm -hmm. you um, – the thing I like about Waze is it is it's it's interactive mm -hmm. within although it should be passengers, passengers not drivers yes, absolutely but um, it will you know passengers can log on mm -hmm. say hey there's a tire in the middle of the road at this spot mm -hmm. and then you're like oh okay and you know it really does help so that's kind of cool uh, for that for that app as well so if you all are partnering with them yep. that's amazing and, yep. and um, so there's any number of ways that ways that you can uh, figure out what's going on in the state absolutely and the construction guide that Matt has put together for district 9 along with the other 11 ODOT districts is all available on our website transportation.ohio.gov uh, okay. you can find those and it has all the information about each of the projects. There's also, uh, for any of our projects, there's also some locations um, on the website for most of those individual projects where you can even send in 
you know, comments or questions if you have. Okay. Um, Keep them nice. So yes, exactly. <laughs> Be nice. Um, yeah, but but it's the idea. We want to try to get that information out. You know, Matt, you know, kind of saying, you know, death by over communication. Yeah, it's, no, that's it's great, true though. because it's like we want to make sure that everybody has the information they need. Yeah. To make those informed decisions about how am I going to travel this morning or, well, I know uh, this route's going to get paved and boy, traffic typically gets a little slow at, during the morning commute here. I'm going to take a different route. To sure. Go. Yeah. Uh, that's what we want people to be able to make those decisions. Well, and like you said, you know, if people, if people are aware that there's going to be construction affecting a specific road, mm -hmm. that gives them the opportunity, if possible, maybe they plan an alternate route mm -hmm. and then that's less traffic moving through that work zone. That's safer for the public. That's safer for the workers. It's just win-win for everybody. It is. Or if it's a situation where they can't avoid it, at least knowing that it's going to be there, they can plan to leave earlier they're not in a rush they're not you know you they're don't not mad you don't come around a corner and find yourself smack you know smack in the middle of orange barrels and you're like oh my gosh what's going on yeah you you know what to expect and you can make those adjustments to your schedule very good love that okay um we had any questions or anything no okay sometimes we we have, yep. So we have another guest. So we will, um, so that's super exciting. Is there anything else that you would like um, to tell our viewers while we're here? And we thank you so much for being here just with us today. A, and thanks for having us. Again, just a reminder that those people out there on the road are, are someone's family member. They're, they're our family members. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we want to keep them safe. We want to get everybody yeah. home safe at the end of the day. So please just move over, slow down, pay attention above all, because if you're not paying attention, you don't see those workers to move over and slow down for them. Correct. And that's not just ODOT workers. The reminder is for, you know, highway patrols out there, uh, sheriff, the police, tow truck drivers, yes. garbage truck, you know, all, all of it. these people are out there working hard to keep all of us safe and make our lives better. They only ask one thing in return, and that's that you give them the courtesy of giving them room to work. Yeah. That's right. And and you're right. They are someone's loved ones and family members. And, you know, again, there is nowhere that you have to be uh, or no text message that is more important than someone's life. So Very true. let's keep that in mind this summer and, and all the time. Absolutely. All right. Well, Matt, Matt, thank you for stopping by. We appreciate greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having and, us. And uh, you get out there and keep people safe. Get we'll those roads it. fixed. <laughs> we'll do it. All right. Very good. All right. So we do have a couple of other guests coming up. Did he give you the weather forecast, Jeremiah? Okay. We're going to head to the weather forecast. And I know that you're wondering what the weekend weather forecast is. So there it is. Um, so um, today, and this stupid, stupid rain continues in on the forecast, but we will um, just go with it. So today is going to be um, partly cloudy a chance of rain in the forecast, highs of 53 lows. Gosh, still getting cold overnight at 35. Chance of rain today is at 80%. For tomorrow, about the same, but even colder tomorrow. 80% um, chance of rain, highs of 47, lows of 32. Then on Sunday, at least it looks like some sunshine maybe popping back into the forecast with highs a little bit warmer of 59 than lows of 42. Now, the great news is at the beginning of your work week, starting Monday um, through at least Wednesday, looking like mid-70s, so um, that just a little pesky chance of rain, but that's all right. So that is your weekend weather forecast looking into the first of your week. So we hope uh, that maybe if you have some outside stuff to do, maybe you can wait till the beginning of the week and it'll be a lot more pleasant. All right. Well... I got rid of Matt and Matt, and we have more guests here. So this is so exciting. So welcome. 
Thank you. Well, we're so happy to have you. So first off, tell everyone who you are. Um, I'm Greg Roseberry, um, VFW 84 too. We're promoting a high school graduating military dinner. Okay. And that is going to be really, really cool. And we thank you for doing that. Brandy Scott, I'm with the VFW one. Okay. So you, same post, right? Same post. Okay. Is that the, the Jackson area yes, post? Yep. Okay. All right. So guys, you guys have come up with something and you probably, <laughs> is this the first time you've done this or... This is the first time we've done this. What it is, if you, if you don't mind, I'll no, do a little No, please explain. explain. Of course, the past two years have not been very um, conducive to having something like this. But Well, what happened was Randy came up with the idea to we ought to do something for the graduating high school seniors that's going into the military. Love that. So this year is the inaugural uh, National VFW Hashtag still serving. Okay. What that is, is how does veterans, how are they still serving their community once they've left the military? Okay. So, so this is what this is about. So we're still serving the military, but only in the communities. Okay. So we decided, okay, well, this is a great year to have an inaugural high school military recruit dinner. Love it. Yeah. So we've invited, um, it's going to be May 7th. We're having early enough at 5 p.m. I know there's a lot of problems out there and everything, but what we ran into were we've invited Oak Hill, Jackson, Wellston, Sojourners, MacArthur, Vinton County, um, Southeastern and Eastern. Okay. So all those high schools and anybody really graduating in this area that wants to participate in this, because we're going to do it like a, um, you know how kids go off to college and go to sports and they have their signings and everything? Yes. Well, we're going to have a little, we're going to have our own signing for military recruits. That's great. Uh, the mayors are invited, um, principals, we've got recruiters coming we're to, and we, our guest speaker is um, um, Mar, Mar Hoover, Mr. Mar Hoover. Uh -huh. So we did this in conjunction with um, the American Legion post uh, in, in Wellston. Uh, commander up there is Robin Johnson. And uh, the DAV chapter in Jackson, they're allowing us to put it on in there because they have a nice big dining hall in there. So yes, we'll have plenty wonderful. of room. And... Rowdy's is going to ca uh, cater it for hey, us. So he doesn't get any better than that. You can't so. get any better than having <laughs> Rowdy's cater. He's always wanted to do something for the veterans, and he was on board as soon as I called him. So sure. we're excited about all of it, and we just uh, hopefully our thing is we can't get out to it because confidentiality with who from the recruiters they can't tell us, and then the high school. So what we've done is. We're coming on here. We've been on radio, and you can call the Jackson VFW and leave their name. And we're putting um, um, reservations out. You can pick up from your high school counselor or principal, okay. and then and then you can send that in to us. And we'd love to have you and two guests, uh, any of the military, and two guests, um, family. You know, we're we're support. You're, you're, what they don't realize is when you join the military, you've joined a big family and yes, you'll you never, have. and you'll always be in the family. Yeah. 
you know, and I did not realize, and someone was telling me the other day that, so you can sign up for the military, you know, even in high school. And there are kids that are going to boot camp, um, like on their summer vacations and stuff. And then coming back to even to high school to finish their senior year, to finish their senior years. And I mean, that is some serious dedication that is wild. Mm-hmm. So we need to commemorate these kids. We need to to thank them and and to to give them special a special day like this. And, that is and awesome. this is for them. And, yes. You know that's something that we want to give back to the community as veterans and show the ones that are coming behind us that hey, we've got your back. Yes. You'll have ours. We got yours. And, and somebody the, had yours and so correct. on and so forth. That's correct. It's for the parents also. So they uh, know they've got a support group. Yes. Any questions, anything comes up. I mean, somebody in our group has been there and done that before. You know, and, and that makes a good point is the fact that, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. So if you're nervous about something coming up or you have questions about what it's going to be like or what to take or, or whatnot, you know, these guys are here uh, for you, been there, done that. And, yeah. and um, you know, it's just a wealth of information along the way. And, and it doesn't matter what branch of the service you're going into. No, ma'am. We're, we're all the same. I mean, there's differences between um, boot camps and stuff, but um, you know, it's like when our daughter went to, because um, Pandora's in the Air Force now, so she's stationed in Alaska. So when she went to the Air Force, her mother was a nervous wreck, even though she's been with me for twenty <laughs> some years in the military. But it's your daughter. <laughs> I know. I wasn't too worried about it, so I knew she'd do good. But there's support groups at that base. You can go on, if you know how to Facebook them and do that kind of stuff, you can follow your recruit all through boot camp or basic training. Oh, okay. So my wife, Renee, she got on there and she's like, okay, I can, well, today they're going to the obstacle course or or they've got their uh, whatever today. And I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but for somebody that doesn't have, that's never had anything to do with the military, this is what we're trying to reach out so that they can know where to go to get answers. Because you know how mothers are. They're going to worry no matter what. Well, of course. And that's true. And that's great. And <laughs> that's what we're here for. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's it's a fellowship uh, opportunity. Um it's it's a bonding opportunity for all of you and also to make sure that the kids go in, our local kids go in prepared. We want them prepared and we want them they to. They know what they're getting into. Exactly. You really don't know what you're getting into till the first morning, but that's okay. <laughs> I won't, we won't tell about that. Well, we'll, we'll prepare you as much as possible <laughs> without trying to scare the heck out of you. How's that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, but... Um, we're just hoping, seriously, I know, like I said, and I'm going to reiterate, we know there's problems out here, but uh, you guys, you girls and guys that are joined up, please stop by. If you just want to stop by just for a, a little bit, just right. to grab a bite to eat and leave, that's fine. We just want to... Bring your date, whatever. Bring your Hey. Come, come dressed in your prom stuff. What do you think? I think it's fantastic. Free Rowdy's food for prom date. I I'd, sounds good to me. I'd be buying off on it. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> I don't, but just 
if you can, you're welcome. Like I said, that's we want Southeastern, Eastern, Vinton County, Sojourners, Wellston, Jackson, Oak Hill, or anybody else that's maybe you've been out of high school for a couple of years, but you're leaving this summer. Show up. Yep, doesn't matter. We, we just want, want all recruits, new recruits to show up and, and let us send you off with a nice rowdy's dinner and a, and and some camaraderie and show you just what what you got forward to look to and might even do do a whole career because a lot of us were, were retired. Some of us did our time and got out. Some of us did way more time and got out. So sure, there's there's any any number of uh, ways that you can be in the military. That's you know? correct. Yep. All right, so let's talk about uh, the DAV Chapter 45 for, for a second, or just the DAV in general. Um, what are some of the things that you all do? Okay. Good yeah. <laughs> well, the, the thing with the DAV... Men of many words. Right. Uh, yeah, he's here for moral support, apparently. Uh, DAV Chapter, uh, of course, that's the Disabled Veterans Chapter. Yes. Um the big thing that the DAV for Jackson, uh, they provide a lot of transportation for veterans going to any of the um, hospitals, VA hospitals, or any hospital like Columbus or wherever they need to go. They transport a lot. I mean, uh, I can't remember uh, the total they, they've done already. I think they've already transported like 200 some already this year. Wow. And they'll go Cincinnati and Columbus or Cleveland. Cleveland. Yikes. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a ways. And, and uh, so they, and they also have a honor guard that um, uh, when we have our fallen soldiers that need to be laid to rest that we have our honor guard through the DAV. Awesome bunch. Awesome bunch. Absolutely. And then I know um, the, the DAV down there does um, some things to help kids and, and uh, along the way as well. You know, they, anything to do with kids in Jackson County, uh, your Food veterans, boxes, things like that. A lot of, a lot of people don't know that stuff. Correct. You're, you're hundred percent correct. It's not like, um, we just do it. Yeah, you don't want to toot your own horn or anything, but while you're here, I wanted people to know that that's something that that you may be somebody that can help them along the way. Correct. Um, the VFW post here in Jackson. Um, wow, I, we um, we sponsor um, <clears throat> volleyball, softball, soccer. For age, anything, anything, anything to do with children for for kids. Kids, we do it. Easter egg hunts. We're yeah. um, just you name it. We're there uh, for the veterans. You know, we <clears throat> we we get we have a veterans dinner every Wednesday for veterans that want to come to the post. And I'm not talking about hamburgers, hot dogs. Uh, the ladies and the men and women at our post put out. <laughs> it's a dinner. It's I mean, good. It's, it's a dinner. And this weekend or this Sunday, uh, I think it's uh, twelve noon. We're having a Easter dinner for all veterans too at oh, the post. So uh, you're welcome to stop by and uh, just if you don't want to stay, just grab a to go box and go. But we'll uh, promise you, we'll have all the fixings. Uh, the girls do a great job. Ladies and men both do a great job for that. 
So you all are into a whole lot of things. And, you know, as many folks, veterans uh, and, and, of course, active military, you're very proud bunch of folks and, and very quiet and don't want any recognition for the things that you do. But we want to say thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. But, you know, they don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> That, it's just a military thing. <laughs> get it done. Just get it done. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So one more time, let's go over um, <clears throat> the time and, and place and all of that and how people you'd like for them to sign up if, if possible. Want every one of them. To, we hope that from every high school, every high school we've uh, invited, we're hoping that they all show up. That's that's. Uh, put their hand up and said, I do, I will. So, um, this is going to be May 7th, uh, at 5 PM at the DAV here in Jackson. Okay. And that's next to the fire department over there. Yeah. Right next door on Pearl street, right next door to the fire department. Yep. Yep. And, um, we, you can register, we're, we're putting out, um, registrations, or we, invitations, invitations at the high school. We, okay. We've had them printed up here at Zips Printing. They did a great job. They did our posters. They did a <clears throat> just wonderful job. So a little shout out to them too. Um, also, they uh, th so we're going to have invitations at the high schools so that they can just grab an invitation and send it in. Yeah. It's you and two guests. Or you could call... Um, let your recruiter know because we're which we're having trouble finding <laughs> recruiters because it's not like when Randy and I joined we went right out here uh, up from Crossing Sons there and that's where all the recruiting stations were. Yep. Well, that's not true anymore. There's some in Chilcothy, Portsmouth, Parkersburg, Parkersburg Gallipolis that does our area. They're not all in one area that I does gotcha. our area. Okay. You might have one recruiter <laughs> here that does this area, but he will do Jackson, but not Wellston. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, mess. it's a mess. Only in the government, but Only anyway. in the government. So, anyway, <laughs> so then they can call the VFW itself at 740-286-1550, and we have a sign-up uh, sheet there. Just give us your name and number and how many people's coming. We're trying to get this done really soon so we can tell Mr. Rowdy's up here how many people to expect. Yep, that's right. Because Nathan needs to know how many how many pork butts to put in the right. in the smoker. Uh, well, actually, uh, brisket we're, it is. we're having brisket, brisket and Ooh, uh, you guys are going all out. Yes, and pulled chicken and let's see. Baked beans, and he said we got to have the macaroni and cheese. Yeah, that's said, true. I know. I said okay, and then um, let me twist my arm for macaroni and cheese. Yeah, right? he he's got a, he's got us a menu going on. So <laughs> I promise you. So May seventh, five o'clock. Love Get that. in touch with us. Bring Get your in. prom date. Come in your tuxedo. We hey, don't care. That'd be awesome. Or your evening gowns. That'd be awesome. That'd be something I'd do. I love I promise that. you. That's fantastic. Okay. Not one of our problems there is, is confidentiality and yeah. all this stuff. That's why we need to reach out so they can get in touch with us because we have a hard time. Yeah, you can't find them. They need like, to find you because you're I mean, not we're, allowed we're, to. We're trying. We're yeah. trying. Yeah. But we've, we've hit a lot of doors. So. Okay. All right. So if you know someone going into the military, uh, please let them know about this dinner. It's amazing. The camaraderie, the um, the, the <clears throat> 
skills, the, the information that you're going to learn from uh, the past service members is going to be uh, invaluable. Exactly. I promise yep. you. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you, You're the best. All right. Well, we have a few minutes left. Uh, James, James is here with his red shirt on. Thanks, guys. Thank you. James is here with his red shirt on, so we're super excited because that means that baseball's back, baby. Baseball is here. <laughs> um, baseball is ready, and the strike has been the, resolved. Yeah, the lockout's over. No. 94 days, I think, is what it was. But yeah. Hey, at Reds least it got resolved. Came back last night, beat World Series champions. What? Yeah, 6-3. Oh, my gosh. Game. So you are, are you headed to Cincinnati? I think we're going to, I'm going to try and go Tuesday. Sure. Tuesday's the first home game. Okay. So we're going to try and get tickets. Okay. It's sold out, but this secondhand market and all that stuff still available. All right. And it's supposed to be a cruddy day. So yeah, well, we're going to try and get tickets to what's like the sports club, which is like a restaurant, like in the stadium. So oh. it's like indoors. Yeah. You, like watch through the windows. Yeah. I've never, been in there. That's cool. Yeah. I've, I've never done that before, but that's what we're going to try and do. There's a, since the weather's going to be bad. There's a really cool, like craft beer bar there too. Mm -hmm. really yeah. Neat. Yeah. That's kind of by the main, entrance there well there might be two of them now i don't know yeah. it's been a while since i've been yeah. there yeah that that's kind of like you have to kind of go back away from the field to get to that this is sort of up higher and mm -hmm. is like you know it's it's not a luxury box but it, it's more like that it, yes. like it overlooks the field that's right yeah and so you will have a blast so i will say i want you to beat this okay when the last time jamie and i went to a reds game they taught, I swear to God, it was like going to a Catholic wedding. <laughs> and I don't mean that in any way other than you stand up a lot, right? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say there's a lot of children there. No, they <laughs> literally broke, they being both teams, broke the um, like major league baseball record for most Total home run, runs. Most home runs. In yeah. a game. So I felt like, like, I think they ran out of fireworks. Yeah. They shoot off a <laughs> lot of fireworks. Because it was like 11 home runs in this game or something. <laughs> yeah. And so it was so much fun and the Reds yeah. won. So I'm like, I'm not going back because we can't top can't that. Can't top that. Like, it's never going to yeah. be any better than that. The best, it was so cool. Yeah. The best game I saw, gosh, I can't even remember what year it was, but it was, it was either the final game of the season or the game that they clinched the division. I think it was the final game. I think they clinched the division the day before, and then we went to the last game of the season, and they knew they were going to the playoffs and everything. Yeah. Jay Bruce hit, a, I think, a walk-off double. That was an awesome game. Everybody was so pumped, and then they got Ooh. destroyed by the Phillies in the playoffs. Yeah. But <laughs> that hadn't happened yet. <laughs> we were still living on, on, yeah, the, we still, on the excitement yeah, we of that. We were still living the dream at that at that moment but yeah that was super exciting uh speaking of baseball yes. jackson ironman on the radio tonight against miami trace weather permitting got some rain in the forecast we do have some rain in the forecast but they will play in the rain as long as we don't have like a yeah. lot of craziness and or yep. thunder or lightning yeah but that'll be on the radio tonight pete wilson on the call mm -hmm. very good yeah. and i think we uh, need to get you in there with pete call pete Oh, really? Do a baseball game with Pete? I'll do it. That'd be fun. Show up there tonight. We'll get you on. Uh, 
I'll be out of tonight. town. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Dang it. We'll make it work. I was talking to Porterhouse yesterday. <laughs> I, I could call in. Yeah. I think me and him are going to try and do one. <laughs> really? Yeah. That would be so. Oh, God. I don't know if that's we a got, good we idea. We got some ideas. <laughs> we got some ideas. I love it. I yeah. love it. But no, Jax Ironman undefeated um, Man, going into this game, and they are I, amazing. I went and watched the Wellston uh, softball team last night. They, I didn't Did say they to, win again? I didn't say to the end. I'm pretty sure they won because they were freaking kicking butt while I was there. They, they're not just winning. They're destroying yeah. so people. So that girl, I, I don't remember all their names. I apologize. But the girl that hit that game-winning home run that Pete was talking about yesterday, yeah. she freaking knocked one out of the park last night. Again? I, yeah, and then the other girl that had hit – Four home runs in four games. She hit about the longest foul ball I had ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> dude, <laughs> Ended up freaking, somewhere around Oak Hill. Dude, she freaking crushed that thing. Wow. Yeah, those kids are good. Yeah. Yeah, they are freaking good. Those girls are amazing. So we have so much local talent here. Our kids are amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, which, you know, comes from the top down. It starts in Little League and it and it goes, um, you know, through coaching and, you know, mm-hmm. just parents and all of that yeah. stuff. So it's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. If you get to go to the Reds game, yeah. uh, you need to let us know. You can give I a full will. report. Yeah. Oh, man, I could, I could do a live report. You could. No. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I could get oh, – because we will have the game on the radio. I wonder if I could. we can make that happen. I mean, I feel like they've already got their own kind of broadcast going, and they don't need They don't, they need, don't me. need you. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like, oh, you know, give myself an opportunity to, to – Get more attention. There you go. <laughs> you do kind of miss Marty and what was Marty and Joe? Marty and Joe. Where they yeah. got all liquored up and did the games. <laughs> oh, it was great. I think you're thinking of uh, Major League. Yeah. No, Marty and Joe, I feel like they got liquored up and did oh, the games. Know. Back in the day, probably. So I used to have to run the board some for, for yeah. those games and you could hear them, you know, as during commercials, you, know, you, you could, put it down You could hear cue. them talking? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Gosh, what so a they, freaking awesome experience they were that fun. had to be. They were fun. Wow. So anyway, but yeah, you definitely miss those. I don't know if they got liquored up or they were just ornery, but anyway. Well, yeah, they were definitely ornery. Definitely. I mean, they never, Marty never said anything like his son did. He knew when to <laughs> shut true. up. He knew when, Marty knew when to shut up yeah. unlike his son. Well, they knew what was appropriate yeah. and know, how far you could yeah. go. Did you know that uh, Tom Brenneman went to OU? No. Yeah. He didn't graduate, but he went there. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he, they, the, the Reds will come to OU about once a year and do like an autograph signing. And I got to talk to Tom a few times at that. And how, <laughs> you know, and he's, you know, and he, he's got, you know, he's probably putting on a little bit for the crowd, but I mean, I think he's proud of his like, you know, Athens background and stuff like that. And he'll yeah. talk about the bars and all that kind of stuff. But I was talking with him. I'm sure like, he what? spent some time there. Yeah. I was like, well, what, like what year did you graduate? And he just kind of laughed. He's like, well, I didn't exactly graduate. <laughs> back to those bars. Yeah. Where are you guys going tonight? Dude, the most fun thing ever was when Brandon Phillips came to Athens. Really? Oh my gosh, dude. BP. That guy is just so charismatic. Yeah. Dude, like there's just this freaking sea of people there to see him. And they're only supposed to be there for like, you know, two hours or whatever. And he knows everybody's there to see him. So instead of sitting up front and making everybody stand in line for him, he just like walks the line so he can make sure that he gets to everybody. Aww. Yeah, he's freaking class act guy. Good dude. Yeah, I don't know if you like follow him on social media or anything. I don't. Like he's been out of the majors for a few years. Yeah. But he is still like grinding. He's playing for like all these minor league teams and like 
celebrity teams and stuff like that. Like he's still out there freaking playing he's, all the time. Well, and I, you know, that was one of those at, at that game that, I mean, people loved him. Yeah. Like, I mean, lost their minds when yeah. he would get up. Yeah. So I, he, I could see where that, and that just comes back to being a good dude. Yeah. And he did a lot of, um, if I remember correctly, he had done a lot of, good in the Cincinnati area for I'm, yeah, I'm for sure people. he did. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't yeah, I don't know anyone that like liked being a baseball player more than him, like, yeah. you know, everything that kind of came with it and he, you know, wasn't afraid to be with the fans and you know, he wasn't up in an ivory tower and everything. I mean, he's got a nice watch, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you, know, you got to do something. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, he's a cool dude, cool dude. Uh, so did you watch any of the Reds game last night? I did not. So they had Joey Votto mic'd up so you could hear Joey Votto out in the field. Oh, no. <laughs> How did was, that go? It was awesome. It was so <laughs> funny. There was one part. He's standing in the dugout next to the manager, and the manager is just laser focused on what's going on, and Votto is just like chirping in his ear. And he's like, this season, how do he say it? He's like, this season – I'm going to try as hard as I can to work as little as possible. He said that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. Dude, so you know when they mic these guys up, they're like, okay, this is your day. You have a microphone attached yeah. to you. Yeah. Please, for the mm-hmm. love of God, do not say anything that you shouldn't say. Yeah. That would be hard, though. I mean, if oh you play gosh. a game all the time and, you know, for something to not come out of your mouth that because you're playing the game, you you can't yeah. just be cognizant all the right. time that you're wearing a microphone. Right. But they also like <laughs> they they're have like full on interviews with them, like while they're in the field. It's yeah. like, how can you concentrate on what you're doing <laughs> while you're having a full on conversation? It's not right. That's not like, nice. how can you listen, like listen for like the ball off the bat when you've got an earpiece <laughs> in and you've got Tim Kirchner or whatever, like asking you stupid questions about, you know, whatever. Correct. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, that shut was, up, dude. Yeah, that was, but that was funny. He was freaking cracking me up. <laughs> well, good. No, that's that's cool, and I hope you get to the game because I would love to hear about it and how yeah. how it is and I've what never, the crowd's like. Yeah, and that I've kind never of been stuff. to an opening day before. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, I've never been. Okay. That sounds like a, a really good time. Yeah, especially yeah. when it's forty degrees and freezing rain. <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, too, you know, the the Reds games of old when I was a little girl and used to go and the stadium was a piece of crap and you know there was nothing around there and mm-hmm. whatever. Now it's yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, it's great little area. Yeah. Wonderful little area there in downtown Cincinnati. And um, there's so much to do down there and um, it's beautiful. Yep. yep. So they've done a really yeah. good job. Yeah. Joe Burrow is supposed to be there throughout the first oh. pitch. Are you going to be like, Oh, Joe. Yo, dude. I used to like live down the street from your parents. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was kind of your neighbor once. Yeah. I was kind of your we neighbor talk? once. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I always got really annoyed when you played football and I could hear the announcers over the TV. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. All right. So what are we giving away our wrestling tickets? Yeah, we still got two wrestling tickets. Anybody want the wrestling tickets? Uh, See Pete Wilson wrestle Chief Crazy Horse. Yes. Yep. With a tomahawk chop. Tomahawk chop. Chop. There it is. Yeah. Tomorrow, Huntington High School. This is going to be freaking awesome. 
uh, what is it? One o'clock is when the autograph, yeah, autograph the fan fest meet and greet from one to six. So that's your opportunity to go and get all the autographs and oh, cool. get your pictures and everything like that. Uh, and then the super show begins at six thirty, and that's where you know actually the actual matches and stuff start at six thirty. So that's gonna be super freaking exciting. Um, like I've met Hacksaw Jim Duggan once. He was a freaking character. <laughs> They're all oh, characters. Man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've met any of these other guys. I've only met. I guess I've seen I've seen Sergeant Slaughter a few times, but I've never actually talked to him. I met Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, and Ric Flair. Yeah, my my uh, best wrestler. Well, and he said woo a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Ch- uh, chatting with Hacksaw Jim Duggan was pretty funny. He was freaking funny. I got a picture of me and him somewhere. <laughs> but my be- my best wrestling memory, I was at a hotel. I think it was in Cincinnati. I don't remember one hundred percent sure. But it was a nice downtown hotel. Uh-huh. Get an elevator and a cane. Oh, is in the yellow standing in How the elevator. How did he fit in the elevator? You know. I mean, it was a good size elevator. It'd hold about, you know, eight. I mean, was his head like touching the top yeah, of he's, it? Yeah, he's a big dude. And I just kind of gave him, a, you know, the the nod or whatever. And uh, <laughs> he's like, so, you know, <laughs> just, just give him that. I mean, you know, when you're cane, you can't really hide. Dude's like yeah. seven yeah. foot something tall. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's huge and yeah. it would be hard. Um, my claim to fame one time, too, I was at, uh, in Columbus at a hotel and got in and they were having some kind of convention. Darth mm-hmm. Vader was in there. Yeah, David he, David Prowse. I don't know. Or just some guy like dressed some up. guy dressed up okay. like Darth Vader. So I walk in and I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like I'm, I, it was like uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, you're evil. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, but he was so this dude was yeah. huge and so ominous. Like it was mm-hmm. really scary. Yeah. So of course Jamie's like, I gotta get a picture. I gotta get a yeah. picture. So he was really nice. So I got a picture in the elevator with Darth Vader. He choke you. No, he didn't. He was very kind, but he very, was, you know, breathing kind. weird. He's a very kind Sith Lord. He was a very kind Darth Vader. <laughs> but, but no, that's like scary. The door opens yeah. up. There's Darth Vader standing uh-huh. there taking up half the elevator. You're like, uh, I don't know whether I should get in here or yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, get out. We got two tickets right here. If you <laughs> yeah. want them, holler at us. We'll Let us know up. if you want these wrestling tickets. It'll be fun. It's mm-hmm. tomorrow, Huntington, Huntington High, School. High School. You'll get to see some um, some really famous people. Yeah. Wrestlers. And, yeah, and again, this is, this is all a fundraiser for the Huntington Huntington Huntsman Girls Basketball Team. That's right. So, so get out and support them as freaking well. Freaking awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight action-packed matches. Oh, dang. That's a lot. Yeah, dude. Super cool. Yeah. So, so the Coco Beware, you, do you remember him? I feel like I know that name, but I yeah. can't think of who that is. Yeah. he Well, he's just big dude dressed in like crazy African outfit. Uh, <laughs> guy, Gangrel, he's the freaking vampire dude. I don't know who Fonzie is. Fonzie? Yeah. I don't know. I want to see Fonzie Russell. Yeah. Shark Boy. So, do you know Shark Boy? See, all those names yeah. sound familiar to so, me. Yeah, so, well, he's this... He, you know, it's he's, been so long right. since I've watched. So, he's he's a little, like, kind of skinny guy that dresses like a, you know, like the luchador outfit, but it's like a shark. He's got, like, a shark fin and, like, teeth and stuff like that. 
And so I don't know if this is true, but do you remember a, like a kid's like superhero movie called Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Yes. So my understanding is after that movie came out, this dude sued the movie studio and got a freaking ton of money because he, he owned the name Shark Boy. <laughs> That's one way to get ahead in life. Exactly. <laughs> hey, kudos to him for being original. But yeah. We still got those two tickets. Yep. So if you want them, them. Uh, throw your name and your favorite wrestler up in the comments and we'll get you those tickets. So. Yeah, dude. Uh, cycle search clue. Oh, yeah. We got to do that. They're getting good, man. Yeah, they are. They're starting to tell you a whole lot of stuff. Um, and, of course, that KO 250 dirt bike brought to you by Total Media and Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am of Jackson. Today's clue is brought to you by Atomic Credit Union, Mark Porter Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. So I want to thank them for that. All right. Today is Friday, April 8th. So I'll read the clue. Okay. I haven't gotten to read the clue a lot. Yeah. We have guests every day, I feel nice. like. All right. Another week has come and gone as six are no longer in the mix. This leaves two. Which could it be? Next week, we'll see. Ooh. <gasps> I think someone's going to find it next week. I'm just throwing it out there. I think next week's the week. We'll see. James and I have our our guests, so yeah. What we need is a little more affirmation about where we think it is, and then we need to go out and see if, like, I think we need a drone to send that out there. Yes, and just like do like a reconnaissance mission. Yes, yeah, and I try to that. narrow it down a little bit. Yep. See where people are cycle, searching. The official cycle search drone. Yep. Yep. So yeah, we knocked out a lot of counties this week. If you haven't heard um, heard the clues big, this yeah, week, you've been big, missing out. Big news where it's not. Yeah. This week. Yeah. So we're down to two counties. Which two? I'm not telling. You should have listened to the clues. Should have listened. Man, we got Monday's clue right there. Can we just go ahead? And no. Run? That's cheating, James. Fine. Nice try, though. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Is that everything? I think that's just about everything. Okay. I'll tell you what, we've got, I'm going to give a shout out. We got Jeremiah Shaver. Thank you, Jeremiah, for pushing the all the sights buttons. and sounds for us this morning. He's learning how to do it. He's so excited about this, yeah, too. Yeah, he's super freaking pumped about it. Thank you, James. You're it's welcome, a, it's Jeremiah. Been a, it's been a blast back here. Oh, nice. Uh, well, last weekend, <laughs> well, man, maybe, was this last weekend? Yeah, I think it was last weekend. Uh, at the Marquet, we caught up with our friend Jessica Malone, yes. who had her closing reception. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah did a little interview with Jessica, and that's just a couple minutes long. That might be a nice thing to end the show on today. Okay, that sounds fantastic. And uh, she's so talented yes. and such a nice person. Yes, she is. Yep. So, all right. Well, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Thank you so much for watching, and thanks to our guests for stopping yes. by. Yes, absolutely. All right. Introduce yourself. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Jessica Malone, and I'm a portrait photographer from Galpolis. Okay, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I've been photographing for 10 years. Um, I originally come from Oak Hill, so not too far away from here. Uh, I've, the past four years, I've been uh, operating my studio in Gapolis, Ohio, where I specialize in portraiture, personal branding, and boudoir. 
Okay. And so you, you've had an uh, exhibit here at the market called the Phoenix Project for the past month. Um, tell our audience a little bit about that exhibit. So the Phoenix Project is a really cool project we put together featuring people who have experienced some kind of radical transformation in their life. Uh, we created a portrait session based on their stories. We interviewed them and we created a really cool project book uh, that features all of that. Um, so yeah, it's been really incredible. We have people that have been cancer survivors who have actually died for a little bit and came back. We have people, all kinds of personal development journeys, um, just all kinds of transformation. And it's been really incredible to hit, give these people a chance to tell their stories, to inspire others that are going through um, something similar or you know a transformation of their own. And yeah, it's been just a really cool, a really cool project. Okay, so I had you pick uh, the spot where you wanted to stand for the broadcast and you chose the, the two ladies here behind you. Maybe you could tell real quick their, each of their stories, if you know off the top of your head. Okay, yeah. So, well, like I said, um, we feature many stories of transformation and they're all, you know, personal and they're all uh, just very unique. So here we have Kalissa and Kalissa is a teacher. She's just kind of coming into her own and becoming her own individual and knowing what she wants in life and going after it you know that's an incredible thing and that's a huge degree of transformation like just coming into your own and knowing who you are and i, I think we all know how difficult that can be sometimes so um yeah that's what her story was just you know stepping into her own person and deciding what she wants we have salome over here and both these ladies are just so beautiful and they're wonderful people. Uh, Salome has had an incredible journey. She's had a lot of hardships that she's faced and, you know, amazingly been able to overcome them and come out an even stronger person. And I think what all of the individuals in this project have in common is that they view their story with gratitude. And no matter what, you know, what kind of changes took place they come away with it with like this incredible attitude and just gratefulness and just a different look a different viewpoint of the world and um it, it's really incredible okay um maybe talk a little bit about normally here at the marquee they have an opening and tonight we're having a closing reception for the exhibit so maybe talk a little bit about that and uh, sure well for those of you who know me you know i like to be different <laughs> and uh, I'm a bit of a rule breaker so um, we decided to keep up with tradition but really it had more to do with this is actually the second showing of this um, it originally appeared at the French Art Colony in Galpolis which is just a couple of blocks from my studio uh, many of the women and or individuals in this project are from Galpolis um, we have a lot from Jackson too but we started there and we had the opening of the project there so we seemed it would only be fitting to wrap up the entire tour of the project here and, and celebrate here with the closing of the show okay that's really cool yeah um, let me see, there was another question I was going to ask. Um, tell, tell everybody if they're interested in any of your photography, um, your contact information, social media, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, if for anybody who's interested, we have another portrait project that we're uh, shooting right now. It's the next season of 40 Over 40, so if you caught the first one last year, it was really incredible. Um, any woman over the age of 40 is eligible to apply. Uh, and if you're interested in any other of my portrait session of personal branding, boudoir, fine art portrait, I have 
these really great next level self sessions. You can find all of that info at my website, jessicamaloneportrait.com. You can click on the button to get started and you'll fill out a form and that's how you do it. Okay, all right, well thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, just a special thanks to Matt at the Marquet for putting this all together. He always does an incredible job and like as an artist showing here, it's, you know, they're just, I couldn't say enough great things. So special thanks to Matt and the Marquet.